everyone, it is Sarah Handen again with A Mom's Cancer Story, and today's topic is going to be, Our Enemy is Not Flesh and Blood. I do want to put a precursor in here. Depending on where the, this conversation goes, there might be some things that I say in here that um, are more like PG-13. So if you have little ones crawling around, just want to put that um, out there for you in case if that is your um, situation right now. So I'm going to go ahead and start with um, the passage from Ephesians and Ephesians um, 6. And so I'd been going through the book of Ephesians with a friend, finally got to chapter six, and then came to the part which it talks about the armor of God. And I'm like, yep, read this a bajillion times. Let's just go ahead and read it. And as I went read it, I was hit like a brick wall. And I don't know if it was because of what I'm personally going through um, in my life right now or what I'm struggling with, um, but it hit me. And um, I might share some of those things that I've been struggling with. Um, But the reason why I'm making it into a podcast is because I know that this is something that um, hopefully I'm not the only one, (laughs) but hopefully this can be something that relates to all of you um, as you go through your journey and your life. And if this is something that pertains to you right now and that you can use it, or maybe it's putting it in your back pocket and using it later. So I'm going to go ahead, read from Ephesians 6, starting at verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that when you take your stand against the devil's schemes, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may then be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. I'm going to end right there and the rest of the section goes on and talks about every single piece of the armor and what they mean. Um, Stay um, connected because I might actually do a totally different podcast related to that and the research that I do with that. But right now, this episode is only really going to be talking about mainly verse 12. And so I want this to sink in a little bit more with you. So I want to read verses 11 and 12 one more time, starting at verse 11. Put on your full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So there's going to be two parts to this episode. One, I'm going to talk about the research that I found um, related to what I looked at. And then secondly, it's going to go into more like the personal experience of what I have been um, kind of struggling with and wrestling um, with. And so I decided to look up the word armor and specifically the word armor. We're not talking about armies. Um, not talking about arm, not talking about armed. We're not talking about any of those words, just specifically the word armor. Remember the Bible, the Old Testament is in Hebrew, the New Testament is in Greek. But when we have translated it, it has been used 19 times total 
in the Bible. And so I first went to the Greek word that is used in this Ephesians um, passage, and it is the word panoplia, and that is spelt P-A-N-O-P-L-I-A, panoplia. And the meaning of that Greek word says it means full armor worn by a heavily armed soldier full armor and this exact greek word is only used three times in the bible two times in this ephesians passage and then one other time which is in luke eleven twenty two. and in that passage it's talking about um the the demon, an evil spirit that was in a man and Jesus commanding that evil spirit to leave that man. And it's talking about that armor in that passage. And so as I began to understand that it meant full armor, I was like, well, what do the other Greek and Hebrew meanings of the word armor mean? So as I was researching, going through every single Greek and Hebrew word for the word armor that's used in the Bible, I began to realize that this specific Greek word, panoplia, is the only time in the Bible that means the full armor, means every single piece, not just one piece, compared to every other time in the Greek and Hebrew word, when they use different um, Greek and Hebrew words, it's specifically meaning only one piece of armor. It's maybe just the weapon itself or just putting on the breastplate or just putting on your armor belt or just covering the loin. That's how it explains every other time the word armor is used in the Bible. This passage in Ephesians is the only time that it ever talks about more than one piece of armor that needs to be put on at that time, which is so crazy. And I just, and I, and I hope that this is like in awe to you too, that it's talking about putting on the full armor, putting on every single piece. And what stood out to me with that was that it means that we need to be prepared and we need to put on every single piece of defense that we can to go against the devil and without every single piece we are not going to be strong to be able to go against him and that's why it's so vital and so important that they used this greek word of using the full armor of god in this passage because we are going against the enemy. We're going against the devil and he is stronger than humans. <laughs> so that's why we're talking about this is not against flesh and blood. This is not against humans. This is this is deeper than that. This is a spiritual realm and we are going to be going into battle with that. And in order to go into battle with that, we need every single piece of armor that God gives us and supplies to us.
in order to go against that battle. And that battle is being done every single day and every single moment that you are breathing and living. And so it just reminded me of how important and how vital it is to have on the full armor of, on, of God, not just one piece, but every single piece. The next part that I wanted to talk to you about was the things that um, I have been a little bit struggling with and why this passage stood out to me and why this passage meant so much to me at this point in my life. And when I read that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, I began to realize that the things that we are angry about, frustrated about, mad about, is not about those that we physically see in front of us. It's deeper than that. It's about the spiritual realm of the devil. And if there is someone that you are angry at because of what they've said to you, because of what they have done to you, it's not about them. Your anger and your bitterness is not about the human in front of you. It's deeper. It's about Satan. It's about the enemy that has put that experience into your life. So I'm going to make this a little bit more personal and share with you um, a little bit of my story. So I'm being, um, I'm living post two cancers and um, right now, especially with the aggressiveness of my bone cancer, that was a tumor in my brain, um, it is, it's aggressive and it likes to come back. And so I am, they highly, highly, highly recommend that I do not ever consider ever really having a kid, um, two years out and, or even, I mean, I'm not even qualified to even be put on an adoption list um, right now because I'm not cancer-free for long enough and and that personally to be um, frank and to be honest um, brings anger it brings anger just in general about the whole situation but then when I get to see other families that get to be pregnant and get to make their family bigger and um, it makes me angry. It makes me angry. And this passage put in perspective that I'm not to be angry at them. They're just another human being living their life and going through the blessings that God has given them. And so that anger needs to be redirected not towards them, but towards the devil and needs to be fought between me and the devil, not between them and me and my, oh, now I just don't feel like I can even talk to you because I'm so frustrated at you. 
I need to to give that up and I need to focus on my battle with just the devil and I and how angry I am at him for taking away my joy of wanting to have another child to take away my joy of wanting to even be put on the possibility of being able to adopt a baby or for us the last option that we have is even to an adopt an embryo I'm not allowed to do any of that right now because of my medical history the other huge um, really big one that stood out to me that I realized that I needed to change was um, living post cancer changes a marriage in many ways and maybe my hubby and I will will do a podcast sometimes about some of the things that um, we've struggled with post cancer um, but one of the things that um, has always been a part of our life is not having um, a sex drive post cancer it's just the the full-out truth um, being on hormone suppressors um, being forced into menopause at an early age and um, it just comes with it and so it is so easy for me to be frustrated at my husband when he asks if we can try and I just am frustrated at him and this passage this passage reminded me that I am not to be angry at my husband the only one that I am to even be remotely angry at is the devil our enemy is not flesh and blood the battle is bigger than flesh and blood and so are you ready to fight that battle are you ready to make sure that the devil does not rule your world are you ready to shut the door on him and to direct all of that anger that bitterness frustration only towards him <laughs> I hope that I, I pray I pray and I hope that that you that you're willing to start that journey I know that I'm going through that journey right now and it's so easy it's so easy to just be wanting to focus on those that we see physically in front of us <laughs> and this battle is not about the people that are here in front of us. The battle is between you and Satan. And we already know that Satan is not going to win this battle. And so take back your life now and say, Satan, you do not have the power over this. I will still find joy. I still will find the happiness and the blessings. And you do not get to rule here. I know it's much easier said than done, believe me. I am I'm here with you right now. I am I, I, I get it. 
It's not an easy thing to do, but I want to encourage you and I want to walk along with you and I want to support you through this process. Um, yeah. All right. I just want to end in prayer here. Um, God, I thank you so much for who you are and how powerful and mighty you are. And I pray that Satan will be bound and that Satan will not rule our lives over the, the anger and the frustration and the bitterness that we experience. That we will be able to fight that battle between Satan only and not incorporate those that we love so dearly and those that are in our lives. Because the battle is not with them, but the battle is with a spiritual realm of the enemy. Bless everyone who's listening. Bless today. In your name, amen.